the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. John the Baptist looks to us and looks to his disciples and, say, and says, look, here, here is God. God is with us. The one who saves us is right here with us. He comes to us. He's not some simply ethereal being that's off in the distance in the clouds, but God has come to us. Look, behold the Lamb of God. He stands before you. You may have spent, as I have, much of my life asking deep existential questions about the meaning of things and my purpose in the Lord and how to find hope in the world. And we may have looked in places like working really hard and finding significance in our work or maybe entertainment of some kind, maybe even trying to help people, which is really good. Um, but we often realize, and I think ultimately everyone realizes, that there's something missing. John the Baptist says, here he is, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This is what you've been looking for. He's right here, behold. But some may not see him. We might think, and I know many of us have thought these very words, he's just a man. I didn't see the Spirit descend on him like a dove. Some of the people that were with John never became Christians, certainly. I know for ourselves, we weren't there. How do we know it happened? It could have been some kind of weird coincidence where a, a white bird flew in at the right moment and uh, it made Jesus look really special, but who knows, right? We may see miracles all the time, but um, if we don't have eyes to see it, who knows? How can we really know? It? Who's to say that was God? Or at the priest's words, right? We hear these words every week, behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Right before you receive communion, this is what I and Father Scott and any priest will say um, before you receive communion. Who's to say that wafer, that God's present with us in this? That God is really here on Colorado and Termino on this day at this hour with us in Long Beach. Who's to say that God is here? Really? God is with us. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Here he is. He's with us. I remember when I first learned how hard it is to actually see. Um, you may think I, I was a little kid. It was actually in college. Um, <laughs> sometimes we're slow. Uh, I, I grew up drawing a lot, and I wanted to take an art class in college. And so I was really excited to head to, to the drawing classes of my junior or senior year. I was very excited for this class. And I was very excited to, to learn some uh, of the methodology that could help me realize the great drawler that I was. I knew I was a great drawler. All I needed was a couple tools. And so I expected to show up in that class and just get drawing right away, prove myself. But the, the first class, um, the teacher in her wisdom, and this is true of a lot, of, all the art classes I had, especially drawing classes, if you've ever had one, um, she pressed the pause button right away. And she decided to have us look at our hands for like a month. And we couldn't look at the paper. And uh, this is called blind contour drawing. It's uh, a pretty well-known method, but... We're supposed to look at our hands or look at a friend's face or look at an object and just stare at that, and we can't look at the paper. And for an hour or so, we just slowly trace the contours of our hand. Because what we realize is that 
when we draw, there's a lot of stereotypes that we kind of apply to images we draw. This happens, stereotypes in all kinds of places in our life. We have these buckets that we kind of just assume something's really easy to describe, that that person's, you know, I know that person's past because they're black or because they look like this or they have this much money. Same thing goes with drawing. We look at a tree and we're like, okay, there's a straight line up the trunk and we draw two straight lines real fast. And, you know, those leaves look like this, draw the the lines really quickly. But learning to draw is learning that we've never seen before. Uh, Learning to draw is learning to pause and recognize that we don't know how to see. And when you spend hours staring at your hand and drawing the little nuances and curves and, um, you know, at the end, because you're not looking at the paper, everything's Picassoed up and uh, faces are misconstrued. But that's when you realize that you never have really seen before, that seeing is really hard. Seeing is really hard in the physical world. How much harder is it to see God, to see the spiritual? It's, it's very difficult. Yet, John the Baptist says, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. He's before us. Here's him. You could see him. Notice him. Look at him. His presence with us is certainly veiled. The Apostle Paul acknowledges, it this, acknowledges this this morning when he says, we will wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. There's, there's waiting that happens in our life. And, and later in that same chapter, in verse 18 of 1 Corinthians 1, he says, all this is folly to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. It's really hard to see. But he still invites us now. Come and see, Jesus says to his disciples. The first disciples who were following John the Baptist and then John the Baptist sent to follow Jesus. Come and see. They don't really know what they're looking for. They don't don't know how to look. They don't know how to see, just like us. Jesus asks them, what are you seeking? And they don't have any deep articulation of some profound answer. They just say, "Uh, you know, where are you staying tonight? Um, Jesus' answer, come. Come and see. Dwell with me. Be with me. This is what's happening with that blind contour drawing, right? Is if we don't know how to see, then just sit with it. Come and be with Jesus. Come and sit with him. Cling with him. Sleep where he sleeps. Dwell where he dwells. Worship where he worships. Eat with whom he eats. None of us fully know how to see yet. We don't have a perfect vision of Christ. We are struggling to see in our own ways. But Jesus never has demanded perfect sight for his followers. It's quite the opposite. Only those who acknowledge that they can't fully see and can't fully understand. They are the ones that have the courage to come and be with him and to see. Come and see. Baptism is the ultimate example of clinging to Christ, of coming to be with him and seeing. In our baptism... We cling with Christ so much that we die with him and we die to ourselves and then we cling to him in new life. In baptism, Jesus gives us that same spirit that John saw descend on Jesus that day. And this is what the spirit does is it grants us the eyes of faith to see, to see that the Lamb of God is now present to us in the mystery of his sacraments in his word proclaimed in our brothers and sisters where two or three gather in his name. There he is. Behold the Lamb of God, he who takes away the sins of the world. 
He comes to us as a lamb. He says, I am the Passover lamb whose blood marked the doorposts of the Israelites enslaved in Egypt, saving them and all of us from the angel of death. This Jesus who comes to us is also the one who replaces the needs for all of Israel's sacrificial lambs. There is no need to sacrifice an animal every morning and evening to honor God. He dies for us once and for all. And this is memorialized every time we receive the Eucharist and celebrate the Eucharist. This God who we see says, I am the servant of the Lord prophesied by Isaiah, the one who would be led like a lamb to the slaughter. He's the true scapegoat that symbolically bore Israel's sins as it was, was sent out into the wilderness. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Yes, your sins, but the sins of the whole world. He is right here. He is with us. Behold him. I am with you now. Come and see. I am present with you and your sisters and brothers. I am present with you in the proclaimed word. I am present with you today in this Eucharistic celebration. Our collect of the day that we prayed earlier points this out. You illumine us by your word and sacraments, O God. See me, he says to us. Come to me, cling to me, dwell with me. I will give you the eyes of faith through the Spirit. In conclusion, I just want to offer a couple encouragements to you this morning for how we might come and see the Lord in our worship. The first is uh, learning from St. Thomas. This theme of seeing that begins right in the beginning of John's Gospel comes to a conclusion with St. Thomas at the, end of, at the end of the Gospel. I'm just going to read this passage to you because I don't think I could say the words much better. Now Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the mark of the nails and place my finger into the mark of the nails and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. There's many points in my life where I could have repeated those words. Eight days later, his disciples were inside again and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believed. My encouragement to you this morning and, and every morning at every Eucharist that we celebrate um, is to repeat Thomas's words. Whenever the host, whenever the Eucharist is elevated um, during the service and before you receive communion today, when I say, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. When you hear those words, whisper under your breath, my Lord and my God. And I think what's so amazing about these words is that it captures all at once that doubters are welcomed in the church. St. Thomas is a doubter. But also, blessed are those who don't need to see to believe. Embrace St. Thomas's words, my Lord and my God. Priests will often say this when we genuflect at the altar during um, the, the raising of the elements. 
And my second encouragement to you when receiving the Eucharist today is to learn from St. Cyril of Jerusalem, who is, um, has this amazing sermon on worship and the sacred liturgy and communion um, that has been used by the church throughout time often. I'm going to also read another excerpt of this from you because it's so good. And I want you to notice that this is a man who has seen God, who has encountered God, and he wants us to see in how we come to communion and receive the elements. After this, you hear, so this is kind of dropped into this sermon where he's describing different elements of the liturgy. He says, you hear the chanting, inviting you with a sacred melody to communion of the holy mysteries. And this chant says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Trust not the judgment to your bodily palate. No, but to faith unfaltering. In other words, you can't see, you can't taste what is good, but trust the eyes and the taste of faith that is given through the Holy Spirit to you. For they who taste are bidden to taste, not bread and wine, but the body and blood of Christ. Here's the encouragement for you. In approaching the altar, therefore, come not with your wrists extended or your fingers spread, but make your left hand a throne for the right, as for that which is to receive a king. Make your hands a throne for the king. Others will advise that you receive by just opening your mouth because you don't want, you don't want to touch, you want to receive directly by God's grace. That's a great practice. This is one practice that has been practiced, but the main gist here is prepare yourself, your heart, your mouth, your hands, as if receiving the Lord himself. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. He's here. He's with us. And having hollowed your palm, receive the body of Christ, saying over it, Amen. So be it. I see him. I receive. These are my words for you this morning. Because we have God in our midst. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.